DNA test said my sister lied about who she is, but I'm about to find out the truth. I don't think you need to know the truth. You know, like we've read enough of these stories to realize the truth hurts and you shouldn't look at it. Red pill, blue pill. I don't want to find out I'm a human batter. I would rather eat the steak. Yeah. Let me eat the steak. What am I really going towards? All right. By hearing this, by, by seeing the truth. Yes. Now I have to go and fight robots and live in squalor. My sister is the robot overlord. I don't want that. You don't want that. Yeah. Your sister's a robot overlord? Who's we just sister? found out the truth about the sister. Oh, that's true. We're getting red pill, blue pill yeah, over here. Yeah. She, she is, is the matrix. She is the, she is the matrix. Damn. You know, I would probably, I would probably want to know the truth, but like the steak tastes so good. Would you though? I don't know. Would you want to know the truth? Put your answers, red pill or blue pill. Put them in the comments below and on Spotify because this is where you're probably hearing this. All right, let's dive in. My older sister, let's call her Rose, and I have had a great relationship since I was a baby. We were raised with an amazing adoptive family, and she's always taking care of me. Nice. I grew up in a very warm and loving environment, but from what I was told, I was lucky. Lucky how? I was told the story of how me and my sister had two substance addicted, drug addicted, substance addicted, substance addicted. Dude, the amount of crack that I saw people do this weekend, insane. Off the charts? Off the charts. Dude, I'm trying to get in on that. Shooting up shit. Yeah. everywhere it's so good i was like talking to a dude and he's like uh like hey i can't do an interview about right now i'm like about to shoot up i'm like respect for being Casual. honest yeah right dude yeah. Plus his, like, for, for communication yeah i'm like damn all right all right alvin let's go his name is alvin <laughs> alvin's crack oh jesus it crack it was heroin oh. or i think it might have been trank actually which I is a mix of horse tranquilizer and heroin <sighs> The good stuff. Or it might be a horse tranquilizer and fentanyl. I forget. Some kind of opiate with horse tranquilizer. I was told the story of how me and my sister had two substance addicted parents who never took care of us. They never bothered feeding us and used to leave us at a junkie friend's house for days to go out party. Dang. Parent of the year award? Yeah, dude. <laughs> good gravy. You know. My parents gave me rock collections when I was a kid. They're so, having di different rock collection. Different kind of rocks. Different kind of rocks. Different kind of rocks. One is good. The other is great. Great. Delicious. When my mom was pregnant with me, she smoked and drank. Luckily, I turned out pretty fine. Besides the malformed head and <laughs> lack of frontal lobe. Oh, jeez. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Opie. That was mean. I'm sure you have a Going regular head. Super deep. She did this pretty often, and when I was born, my sister was the only one who took care of me. When I was two months old, they left us both in a mall and left. Wow. <sighs> Jeez. Better than a dumpster. Better than you know, a dumpster. I would rather be left at Build-A-Bear than, you know, in the a trash alley. can. Yeah, yeah. Back, back alley. Like one is better than the other. Yeah. You, you yeah. can't really argue with that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Your parents could have just drowned you. And instead, wow. they decided to desert you. Or they could have done the classic Roman baby thing where they just left you. I, I brought this up many times. But you have. Put it, put it so in the many, forest. Yeah, so, so many, many times. You know, I think about the Roman Empire a lot. How can I say? You do. You do. Yeah. In a positive way, I would positive say. Positive way, yeah. Minus the babies. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We also got help from an old couple who turned into our adopted family and we contacted the police, but my parents weren't at the house, which looked like a homeless cave. Dang, dude. That must be rough. This is a really rough origin story right here. We never saw a them again. homeless cave, though. What does that mean? Like, what does that look like? I feel like just like a deserted, like, dude, I'm, I'm just imagining like uh, bed sheets uh, around marks on the walls, no furniture, like needles everywhere, needles everywhere, ratty, torn 
worn chairs, like like mm. couches with the fabric just ripped off, dusty, musty. You know, did you ever see Toy Story Four? I did, yeah. You know, like like Forky the or Spoon Spoony Man, right, right. The equivalent of that, but Him that but made out of needles and and oh like uh, burnt spoons. Needly, needly. Oh, you're tarnishing a very sweet endearing movie right now. Nah, I'm just some I'm, kids have to adapt. You know what? You think those kids? You don't think the the children of addicted parents deserve to have fun, dude? Deserve imagination, dude? No. If it ruins Toy Story 4. To, to an untrained eye, yeah. a spoon is just a spoon. <laughs> but to a kid, that's Mr. Spoon and Mrs. Fork. Oh, my God. And in the same way, that's Mr. Needle. Dude. Mrs. Needle. You are on this episode. You're taking like things and just turning them so dark and evil. You're Ruining saying sweet the imagination things. of a child is dark and evil, John? Dude, what were you thinking about as a child? Roman babies being flung off of What was I thinking about as a child? I actually was thinking about home homelessness as a child i had a webcomic called hobojocomics.com i have the trademark dude i have something really scary my first like twitter and like all of my socials was hobo joe potter you're joking i'm not kidding you (laughs) at all like literally everywhere Twitter website, like <laughs> all, I've created like a Harry Potter like fanfic site. It was for uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was because I was like obsessed with Harry Potter and hobos simultaneously. Dude, literally Hobo Joe. That's fucking crazy. Wow, that's some destiny deep lore bait shit stuff right there. We never saw them again, and after several months in foster care, the couple that helped us throughout the whole way, by the way, agreed to adopt us. Today, I'm 19, and my sister Rose is 34. I still live with my adoptive family and she lives about 20 minutes away so I come and visit her at least three to four times a week. Oh, cool. Okay. So it's looking a lot so better. So have like basically they're out of the substance addicted household. They're yes. into a stable household and still has a great relationship with her sister. That's awesome. Great relationship with her sister and with the adoptive parents who literally helped them out from the very beginning. Like, mm-hmm. like a beautiful ending to a crazy start, yeah. I would say. But And it all ended happily ever after. But a couple months ago, my friend offered me to take a DNA test. All right. Get ready for the boat to be rocked. We know this is going to go very well. All the people in the comments, like in the last video, were like, it's not the DNA test company's fault. Yes, it is. <laughs> we will never get a sponsorship. <laughs> the chances are, are completely. You know, Oppenheimer is to blame for nuclear weapons. And thus, this is a nuclear weapon to your familial safety. DNA tests. That's our... Oppenheimer takes the weight. Why don't the DNA test companies take the weight? We're Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Showing the truth. Showing the truth. Exposing reality. Exactly. Uh, Edward E. Ancestry. Yeah. Come on. Fucking take the crown. Wear it happily. Do it. And just know that you are destroying families. That's right. Kind of like this one right now. We did this to find some information about my heritage since my sister wouldn't speak of them much because... Rose is 34. She's 19. She probably remembers way more about the parents. And I think it wasn't explicit, but maybe this all went down when OP was like a baby baby. You mean the the craziness of the dead family? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I can imagine like that being so traumatizing. Like I want to just distance myself from my family as much as possible. I don't want to look. I don't care where my parents came from or where they're going. But OP is like got that. Yeah. That insatiable urge. Curiosity. Uh, What did curiosity do? Knows where it don't belong. Mm -hmm. Don't be the cat. You know what curiosity? 
curiosity did. After the results came in, I found out some pretty interesting things, like being 50% Ashkenazi Jew. And I found out later that I had an aunt, 33 female, in the system. Aunt is 33, sister's 34. But I see you in the comments if you see where this is going. So I immediately reached out to her. Let's call her Janet. And we agreed to meet in person. All of this without telling Rose a thing. The, the sister. The sister. The so sister. So she's planning a secret meeting. I don't know, guys. When we met up, I could see we have some similar characteristics, like the same hair color and the same eyes. We tried to figure things out. So I asked her if she has a brother or sister. And she told me that when she was 13 or 14 years old, her sister got pregnant while being inebriated with her junkie boyfriend. And a month after giving birth, she ran away with the baby after some pretty intensive fights with their parents. Whoa. So is she the junkie? Not or were the were the parents the junkie? I think her the father was a junkie. The baby daddy definitely was. But she wasn't a junkie. The mother. She was maybe drinking, but not using substances. Or not the mother, the sister of this person. Yeah. They never found her and stopped looking after a year and a half. I connected the dots and I asked to see a picture of her. Oh geez. So we went to her parents' house. The mom wasn't home and the father had passed away three years ago. Wait, are these the biological parents of this person? This is so she's meeting up with her aunt. And the aunt is like, we're we're going to the biological parents of the aunt. Yes, exactly. Then when I saw the picture, I knew this was Rose. A hundred percent. Rose is my mom. Whoa. Wait, so Rose left this family, disappeared, and the parents are actually just like people that they were hanging out with that were just drug addicts as well? Yeah, so like Rose kind of created this tale from, honestly, pretty good storytelling, but from her actual situation because she was drinking, she was with like a junkie boyfriend. So she was the drug she said she was drinking. She didn't say she was using any substances, but the boyfriend was a junkie. This is from the aunt's POV. Okay. So we can assume that's a lot closer to the actual truth here. But I mean, it could be. We don't have all the answers yet. So, all right. Just to recap, OP thinks that she, she has a sister, right? They, Finds a sister through DNA test. Huh? OP. Oh, yeah. OP thinks she has a yeah. sister. So yeah. OP is like, oh, this is my sister. The sister's like... Hey, we came from a like drug addict family. We had to leave. You were adopted by this family and they adopted the sister as well. Both of them. Both of them. And then the sister grew up. OP was raised by this adopted family. Then she does the ancestry test, meets her aunt, aunt's real family, like uh, a biological father and mother. OP realizes is her grandparents. Yes. Her biological grandparents and her sister is actually her mom. Okay. Yes. I'm tracking. I'm tracking. We were never abandoned. We didn't have junkie parents and she fabricated the entire thing to me. Wow. And our adoptive family. Wow. And the adopted family. Yeah. They, you know, that's the story that she told all of them. And really, it was her. I think she was the junkie, probably. Yeah. She was probably doing it drugs. It could be. I immediately gave my aunt Jeanette a hug and told her that it's too much for me right now and asked her to keep a secret for now. 
I went to my best friend's house and told him everything. And for a week now, I've been sleeping over at his place. Probably hard to go back and face her sister. Yeah. Who's actually her mom. I told my parents and my sister I'm at his house because he bought a new game that we both wanted for a long time. And I avoid talking to Rose too much. I can't look her in the eyes right now, let alone tell her I know the truth. What the heck am I supposed to do? How should I handle this? Should I tell her I know? So we have some edits. We have some updates, but I think we need to take a little pause right here. Yeah, geez. I mean, you're not going to be able to live with that truth without confronting it. You got it. You you have to. I think you tell your sister first and then maybe you tell your parents. I mean, yeah, I could see it going both ways because the parents, it's like they weren't the one that did the lie. Like it's it's yeah. kind of harder. You're like confronting a person telling the sister because like, hey, why did you lie to me? Versus like the adoptive parents is like, hey, I just wanted you to know the truth yeah. of this situation. Yeah, so I think it's confront sister first and yeah. then maybe tell adopted parents second just so they, they're clued in on everything. Yeah, you, you, this is especially how much it's bothering OP. It is just something you, you can't hide. Yeah, you're not going to be able to bottle that shit up. No, you can't buy a new video game forever and just no, be you can't. You can't. World of Warcraft. Just freaking. I mean, the new video games do come out all the time, though. So you, that you is potentially true. could. Edit. My best friend just took me out for a movie and a drink. I'm not that wavy right now, though. I decided to break it to Rose this week, but I need some time to think about how to tell her that I know. I don't know if I should try getting there slowly or just break the news to her somehow. I even considered bringing her sister with me, but I genuinely think she will be pissed, which, yeah. Yeah, I could understand how that might be tough. I'll keep updating as soon as I decide to tell her. Right now, I'm going to bed and I'm going to sleep on it. All right, but tell me after the sleep, we're getting some updates. Uh, we got, we got, we got another edit and then a big old update. Josie updates. Edit number two. I need to explain some things. First of all, it's worth mentioning that the adoptive process wasn't immediate, and it took about a year between the time that the happy couple found us outside the mall and the time that they adopted us. We were in foster care during that time, and Rose used to keep in touch with them, and they would come to visit us once or twice a week, or so I'm told. I don't know what to believe now. Eventually, Rose broke down in tears for them and told them that she hates foster care and that her little brother, me, would grow up here and she couldn't bear that thought. At that time, they decided to try and adopt her and hired lawyers and stuff. And after a few months, it was all legal and done. At least that's what I was told. I don't think my adoptive parents knew but if they did, then that story is probably a lie, too. So this could all kind of come crashing down. Yeah, so much of just like how you've thought about your life is just crumbling down. I mean, just imagine Sophia was your mom. <laughs> I mean, I would be confusing because she's younger than me. So you thought. So I thought, right. Yeah, they forced really? the birth certificate. She's just like me, 40 years old, and just looks incredible. I mean, I did see her being born. Farce. Fake, fake, fake baby. Fake news, dude. Yeah. Classic fake baby. I, I would feel weird about that. Yeah? Yeah. It would be unsettling a little it bit. It would be. It would disrupt how I've thought about my entire life, I think. Because it's like, there's a foundation of like, that's mom, that's dad, that's sister. And then when that's rocked, it's like, what's real? What? Is everything a lie? Yeah, is everything a lie? Yeah. When your like foundation is rocked, it's like... It's it's like when when we found out like you know like all the crazy people were like there's a crazy uh, pedo ring where all the yeah. biggest people are part of it and they're taking people to islands yeah. and stuff and I'm like sure, you're buddy. crazy and then fucking then that's it, real you shoot a <laughs> you shoot ten thousand shots you're gonna make one right in the I basket know, but you're gonna get a hole like, in one now what else is real what else is, is real is the moon landing real is the moon op's mom is the moon even real is the moon even real is the moon made of cheese 
Is it delicious? We have one way to find out that and more. Mm, get in a spaceship with Elon Musk. This update. Okay, so first. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. First of all, I want to thank you all for your honest replies. It really helped me to get my feelings straight and ready to confront her. So... After a week of avoiding, I came to her house with a picnic basket by surprise, so I'll have a chance to speak with her. She was happy to see me, and I told her to sit down because we needed to talk. I started things with saying that I know that she has a secret that she's been hiding from me for years. Damn. Just coming out with it. I mean, that, you know, I think that's a good way. Like, you say that, and she knows. You know what I mean? Or it's just even, like, a worse secret. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. I killed our parents. And you found out and you're like, no, that wasn't what I thought at all. Oh, that could happen. I didn't even think of that. Her face turned red and she started crying like heck. She knew what I was talking about. I told her the story about the DNA test and about Jeanette and basically what I told you guys in my last post. Well, after she calmed down a bit, she told me the truth. She told me how she got wasted at a party and slept with one of those jerks who does nothing but that ganja all day. He didn't really care about a future kid and was like, yeah, whatever. Whatever, babe. I think about like OP. OP is like, this is my father. And then the sister is like, this is the guy who I, oh, like. Yeah, there's so many things that are, it's like, oh, my dad's a deadbeat guy. Like that's, that's a hard thing to realize too. God. But I guess you already thought your, your parents were druggies. So fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe it's an upgrade. (laughs) Maybe. God. When that is an upgrade for you. Oh my God. I mean, you were an economy. Now you're an economy plus. God, I guess so. Jesus. God. Apparently, she found out that 10 years ago, he was attacked in prison after getting in for pug dealing, assault, and armed robbery. Dang, that's a rap sheet. She told me how her mother used to convince her father to talk me out of the idea of keeping the baby. They would constantly fight with her. When the baby was born, they told her on the spot that she brought shame upon the family and that they will not help raising the baby in any way. I mean, that's not helpful. (laughs) One could say that. I mean, like, what do you when a parent does that? What do you expect to happen? It's just going to make your life worse, right? Like, I I know there is the whole thing of like, you know, you brought this upon yourself and you you don't want to give them the get out of jail free card per se, but like to just completely being like, I'm doing nothing to help. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Meaning she will have to work meanwhile to have money for her baby and sometimes for herself. After a few months of loaning from her friends and juggling between working and taking care of me, she had a huge fight with her parents and told them that if they are not helping financially and barely in any sort of way helping at all, she and me are better off without them. Wow. So leaving the house as a kid with a kid. (sighs) Like I went from like being like, oh, why did Rose do that to being like, I see why. I see why. As they sent her to her room, she escaped in the middle of the night, hitchhiked to a neighboring country and by morning she was there already neighboring country maybe she's in like europe or something and went from like or it could be like in like maine and go to canada true true 
but or maybe not main but like but yeah like still those. though that's god she tried to take care of me for a few days she found an old abandoned house that used to have homeless people coming around every now and then and she tried to take me to the mall when i started crying she started crying too the couple that adopted us immediately came to our aid and asked if we the two of us lost our mother rose jumped on the opportunity and came up with a story and an alias dang at like 15 too to do all that on the spot she realized like this is pretty smart the opportunity yeah it's like catch me if you can yeah i haven't seen that movie so Mm, of course you haven't i have it great movie wait wait is that leonardo dicaprio yeah i have seen that movie great movie how is it like that because he's like he keeps lying he's like he says he's a pilot even when i get a reference i don't get get a reference Police figured out we are not in the system for multiple reasons. We were raised in foster care for a year and a half until that couple that helped us decided to make the effort and adopt us so that way we wouldn't be separated. It took them a few months of a couple of lawyers, but they managed to adopt us both. Wow. Rose knew all along that her parents are looking for her. They came to their senses after a day or so. Right. Because they didn't say like, all right, you're gone. They're basically like, we're not financially helping you. And they like, like they sent her to a room. They weren't like, hey, get out. We never want to see you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She literally escaped and left in the middle of the night. That's crazy. They probably feel real bad. Yeah, apparently they came to their senses after a day or so and then started looking for her. She reached out to them and told them in a letter that she is fine and is taking care of herself and me. She is not homeless and found a nice couple to help with the baby. She made it clear for them that she is never coming back and they should stop looking. And after a month, they stopped. A few years later, her father went on a quest to find her after she turned 18, secretly. After so much time searching, he found her and apologized. And after a while, she forgave him and kept secretly in touch with him. He met me a few times, and I knew him as one of Rose's old friends from the park. Wow. So she literally met him like as a child, like young kid, and like still remembers who he was, but he was just like, oh, an old friend. Old friend from the park. What park? I guess the parks that they're freaking rendezvousing at to oh you know to like not keep it too close i guess he helped us a few times and apparently they would meet up once every two months in secret ironically i'm glad i got to know him before he passed even if i didn't know who he really is by the way the adoptive family never found out about the whole thing how you gotta do your due diligence bro i guess rose is just about Dude, she's too good at catching me if you can honestly like she's leo i'm like i got respect for rose because she like got herself in the situation but was like i'm gonna take care of this baby yeah, and she and did figure it out yeah dude i'm i'm kind Honest, of team rose right now yeah comment if you're with me so far comment team rose yeah. below. if you want to be just like rose comment team rose oh just like rose just like rose exact same dang well all right oh, i'm still commenting i'm still commenting it so after hearing this i told her we missed a lot by not knowing she is my mother and I told her I understand and she did the right thing. I pulled out an it's a boy sign from the picnic basket and some snacks for a late baby shower and we hugged for an hour or so. We had a lot of fun, watched a movie and I headed off to my parents, adoptive parents house to have dinner with them. I mean, that's kind of beautiful that right? it ended up like that. So a little bit more. I'm glad she is my mother. I feel like for the first time in years, I'm complete. I don't care that she lied because she did it for the greater good. And I honestly can't imagine my life right now if she didn't. 
Yeah. I mean, she was in survival mode, you know, I, I really you can't fault don't her blame her. Like, yeah. and, you know, ultimately, if you think about it, the adoptive parents, they still love them. They still went through all this trouble, not just to adopt the, the young, you know, probably toddler OP, but also like late teen Rose, you know, they they did everything and they I'm sure they love them for all they did for them. Yeah, but also hard for Rose to keep a secret that long. That's like great. Like Could eight, you imagine that years, weighing years, on you? Yeah. Like the adoptive parents, I think, is the big one because you're like, like I lied to them, basically. And have we told the adoptive parents yet? No updates, is there Riley? I don't remember if the adoptive parents were told. It doesn't sound like no, that. no. So far, no. I wonder what will happen when they tell the adoptive parents because they they gotta say that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like like, or, do you even to say anything or you say like, all right, I think the question is, does OP tell the adoptive parents now that she's confronted her mom? Because if she doesn't, they kind of continue to live this life of like, hey, we 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 brought these we brought these kids in. We raised them like they're it looks like in a drastically better situation right now. It's family. I don't know. You but know? I don't know if saying the real circumstances changes anything. Yeah. Except maybe it's like, oh, shit, we don't really know our daughter at all. Right. It might. It might. I mean, I could see this like reaction of like basically that like oh he's reaction right if yeah, yeah maybe honestly I think it's probably fair to say like OP's reaction could be the same where at first it was like shock and she's like yeah I can't even look at you yeah, in the eyes I don't right know now who you are I don't know who I am but then told the whole story and then it's like I get it it's a tough it's a tough one what do you what do you got Riley ooh okay I found I found something I'll put it down here all right Sam producer Riley. Just did his homework. He sleuthed. He sleuthed. And, and we he got, scored. And we got something. This is a comment from TV Reverie. Thank you for sharing the update, but I still have so many questions. Have you told your adoptive parents? Yep. Do you plan to? Does your mom want to? Did she ever get back in touch with her mother or her sister? So I'm going to answer each one with OP's responses. Have you told your adoptive parents? Nope. Do you plan to? I don't know. Does your mom want to? I don't think so. Did she ever get back in touch with her mother? Hell no. And did she get in touch with her sister? Perhaps. If she does, I will make another update. I promise. Wow, that's a lot of no answers. Right? Yeah, basically. And I There's mean, a lot like, of questions still. Like, I feel like that was just like, I don't know, for all of those. What's the, what's the date? Uh, can you see the date difference, Riley, on the, the last update to this comment? So the story was four years ago, and then that comment was also four years ago. But this, yeah. um, I'm looking at like the user's profile on Reddit, and they have not, they like posted the story and then no other Stopped. activity. Right. Wow. Mm. Damn. So we're left wondering. We, I, I think that's a good discussion for for everyone in the comments yeah. to have like would you tell would you tell them and the i and i family. think how do you break that news yeah. to them? hard news to break hard news to break but you know what isn't hard news to break what is that sam the fact that we're getting into another story but before we do that yes i was recently in your old stomping ground the bay baby SF. san francisco i was doing a series on what happens to the homeless when world leaders arrive and dude i was walking through the tenderloin People are just shooting up heroin right in front of you or like trank or whatever. It is. I think they call it trank. It's like horse tranquilizer yeah. and like heroin. And like everyone's like, like fucking hunched over. Yeah. And you see like a uh, tinfoil everywhere on the ground because what they do is they heat up the tinfoil to mix the, the different 
the substances together to inject. And I was with one of these workers and we went under this bridge to talk to some people because basically like the city of San Francisco, there's like this global conference called APEC where all these world leaders are arriving. And so the city is just shepherding homeless people to other areas of this like, there's like there's like a no-go zone and they're just moving people out. Wow. And it's literally a red square. It's like no homeless people allowed in this area. Wow. And so they're just like moving them like from that square. And and we went to a little bit like outside the main city center to under this bridge. And there's this like old Indian guy um, that's like under the bridge. And we go up and talk to him. And we're like, oh, what's your name? And his name is like Alvin. And we start talking to him. And I'm like, hey, like, do you mind if I interview you? And he's like, oh, no, I just got here. And I'm like about to like shoot up. So like, it's not a good time, but maybe like tomorrow when I have like a little like, a moment. And I look down and there's just needles like all over his campsite. And it was, I think the thing that was most surprising by is just how open everyone is in San Francisco with their drug use. It's like no one gives a shit. Yeah. Like crack pipes everywhere, fucking needles everywhere, and the police don't do anything. I remember, dude. I remember going, and I visited recently. Uh, my old boss actually posted on social, and he was like, this is the cleanest I've seen cleanest. SF in like five years. I was there. That was the cleanest. It was still crazy. Yeah. What was it like like uh, when you went like a week ago? Um, I mean, there there was a dude literally I got up at like 5 a.m. or whatever to, to go on my flight back here and there was a dude just like on the steps tinfoil ready and I was like excuse me can I have a walked hit? around him <laughs> yeah can I excuse me can I get some can I get some dude yeah dude no I mean, I mean there was literally like places where it was just like zombies walking or like, like I kid you not people like this for like hours to the point where people they're permanently like that yeah they can't like straighten out Sam nuts telling dude. stories nuts dude don't do drugs kids no definitely don't do that i think we're gonna wrap up this episode and we will see you very soon oh god i'm in pain oh no doctor is there anything we can do to save our boy john he needs five cc's of spotify review stars stat there's only one way we can do that you listening right now go to okop's profile page click about then rate it five stars we're losing him I'm so sorry your podcasters are dead. But now, now we're, we're ghosts. ghosts. Rate us five stars or we'll haunt you forever. Do it.